This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 10th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Well, Annapolis City Council is still wrestling with the budget, and it does need to be passed by July 1st. They still have a few more weeks to do that. But what we do know after a record, I believe, session lasting more than 12 hours on Monday, started in the morning, didn't end till close to midnight, we do know that the council plans to not adjust the constant yield rate. Basically, they're playing word games here. It is not truly a rate increase in property taxes, But because your property values have gone up, you will pay more in property taxes. The city code does allow them to adjust that constant yield rate down, and they opted not to do that. They also could have foregone raises for city employees, but they also didn't do that as well. They did increase some permit fees and some other fees that are associated throughout the city as well. Again, all of it is not set in stone until it is voted on later on at the end of the month. One city that seems to have gotten it right, according to the Baltimore Sun, Brandon Scott has won the primary for the city of Baltimore mayor's office. Currently, he holds a 29.4% of the vote, opposed to Sheila Dixon's 27.7%, and right now he's ahead by more than 2,300 votes, and the city says there are only about 2,000 votes left to count, so that means Scott likely is the Democratic winner of that primary and will go on to the general election in November. I say thank you, Baltimore. Nothing would be gained by going backwards. However, I do expect a write-in campaign from Sheila Dixon come November, just like it happened with Catherine Pugh. This is kind of interesting. On Tuesday the 16th, the Anne Arundel County Public Schools are going to be offering an online discussion called Let's Talk Justice, Student Stories and Student Voices. And they're bringing in 12 students led by two student members of the Board of Education, the outgoing board member Rita Albee and her incoming board member Drake Smith. They are going to be discussing what really has students talking. Kind of interesting, and I think it's a great idea to get student voices out in the public. It is going to be broadcast live on the school's TV channel as well as their YouTube channel. It will be live from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. again next Tuesday, the 16th of June. And currently they have 11 students from high schools and middle schools throughout the county that are agreeing to participate in this. Will be very interesting if you want to get an idea of the thought process of today's kids. I highly recommend everybody join in on that. Hey, the Annapolis Film Festival was first. The festival, as everybody knows, was set to go off right after COVID made its ugly appearance. And the Maryland Film Festival now has had some time to iron out all the kinks. They delayed a little bit, and they are presenting their film festival completely online. It does kick off this Friday. It's going to run through June 21st. It normally is a five-day deal. It is going to 10 days this year. They do have more than 150 films and a really huge selection of shorts. Similar to the Annapolis Film Festival, there will be online access to online streaming. They'll have a live stream Q&A with different filmmakers and directors. In between, they're going to have DJ sets and even a comedy show. So they're bringing a little bit of something extra kind of interesting. Films are $15 a piece or $15 for a series of shorts. And an all-access pass for the full two weeks is $450. You can find out more information at MD filmfest.com. If you are a film buff, this will be a good one to check out in the next coming weeks. 
All right, that does wrap it up for today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net for updates to these stories and more throughout the day as we do update them throughout the day. If you are someplace you can leave a rating or a review, please do that as well. And make sure all your friends and family and colleagues know how to subscribe to podcast, how to subscribe to this one, and how to give this one a five-star rating. Other than that, hang tight. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast standing by. He's coming up in just one minute, but first, Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. This is Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services in Millersville, Maryland, wishing you good health and a rapid return to prosperity. Uncertainty is one of the hardest parts of our current situation. As we move towards our new normal, you may want to consider adding more certainty to your financial future by locking in the low cost of clean solar energy. The economics of solar are tremendous, and there's no better source than the trusted team at Solar Energy Services. Residential solar projects typically earn the homeowner 8 to 12% annually over the life of the system, with even better returns for commercial systems. If you have some downtime now, take advantage of our powerful remote design capabilities, allowing one of our experienced solar designers to provide a presentation, followed by a detailed, accurate proposal, all from a safe distance. Call us today at 410-923-6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net. Sunshine's a waste, but together we'll get through this. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, June 10th. Yesterday saw a return of hotter and more humid conditions for the Annapolis region and today will bring much of the same along with a chance of PM showers and thunderstorms along with some breezy PM winds as well as a cold front approaches from the west. And while showers might linger into the AM hours tomorrow, skies will clear and temps will be in the mid-80s or so for highs Thursday afternoon with more sunshine and more highs 83 to 89 on Friday before the weekend sees mixed skies with more clouds and a lingering chance of showers each day, with high Saturday and Sunday likely 80 to 85 degrees. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Whether it's a fire, a hurricane, or a virus, Annapolis comes together. We've done it time and time again, because this is a town that gets it, a town that knows how to lift each other up when the world falls down. As we face this new challenge, I encourage our community to come together as we've always done. I'm Steve Samaras from Zachary's Jewelers. I pledge to lend a hand to support my family, my team, my neighbors, and the small businesses in our town. Together, let's do what we've always done. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.